You are listening to the Intuitive Healing Connection. Hi, my name is Gina Stroll, and I am your host. I am best known as the down-to-earth intuitive healer that doesn't sugarcoat the truth. I walk my clients through the healing process and help them heal from their past so that they can find peace and joy again. If you are interested in healing your past, tapping into your spiritual side to receive your own answers, finding your own clarity and discovering your own wisdom, then you are in the right place. I am here to lead the way and help you discover your intuitive connection. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. And let's get right to it because today I want to talk about healing for the soul and really learning to get real with yourself, start waking up to this possibility of releasing all of these old beliefs that we carry inside of us. Because this is what I do um, as an intuitive healer. I've done healing for myself. Um, I have been doing healing on myself for a lot of years. I also meet with other people and help them do their healing. So this is one of the things that I do. But I want to talk about the beginning. Like, let's back up the train to when we first kind of get the wake-up call to start doing our work and realize that some things need to change for us. And then what? Like, so what needs to change? How do we know what needs to change? How do we know where we need to go or what we need to do? Or who do we seek out for help? Because we can have, well, all of us have traumas and things that have happened to us in the past. It just is that way. And we have these traumas because we're human (laughs) and we live in a human life and we have beliefs and we create belief systems and you know, even growing up, I, I I remember when my kids were little and I was like, I hope I just do this right. I remember thinking, and I realized now that all my kids are adults. No, I didn't do it right. I didn't do every day right. I didn't say the right things every day. I wasn't always patient and kind. I wasn't always there to nurture them all in the way that they needed it. I had four kids. You're trained and each one of them are different and different personalities. And I'm a different personality. It's not meant to be perfect. It was never meant to be perfect. You know, for some kids, they all live in the same house together. And I'm realizing now I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I have some kids who are like, my childhood was fine. And we have others that was like, no, mom was terrible. You know, it was like, she was always impatient. She was always tired. And, you know, the older kids kind of got that part of me when we had the two younger kids, because I kind of have two I felt like I had kind of two separate families. We had two older kids and then we kind of had a break and then we had two younger kids. And so, you know, it's just the way it is. We will never be the perfect parents. We didn't have perfect parents. I didn't have perfect parents. You know, for a long time, I was mad at my parents. This is part of my healing process. I was mad at the way that I had been raised and the things that I had allowed. And I was mad at myself for thinking all those things. I was mad at myself for being mad. (laughs) You know, there was so much shame and guilt there. You know, we hear that, you know, family is everything, but sometimes we get in these family grooves and they're just not working. Like something's just not right here, but we feel like we have to stay there. And so 
you know, this is all part of the healing and growth is when you start realizing, okay, you know what, something's, something's off here. Something's not okay. And the healing starts inside of yourself. It really, this is an inside job. You know, we have to let go of those shadow parts of ourselves. We have to let go of that blame. Um, you know, I meet people a lot who there's nothing wrong with being angry with your parents. So hear me when I say that, because you need to acknowledge that that's where you're at. You're angry, you're mad, if you're sad, if you feel abandoned, whatever it is, we have to acknowledge those feelings inside of ourselves. It's when we push them aside, we keep shoving them deeper, and we don't want to deal with those parts of ourselves. That's when we get ourselves into trouble. That's when you find people medicating themselves with alcohol, with numbing, Facebook hours, like overworking, you know, even food, you know, food, we've got food and all the things that we find ourselves numbing ourselves with is because we don't want to deal with what's really going on inside. That's it. And it sounds very simple, but it's still very complex. We have to start kind of unraveling all of that and allowing yourself to feel those feelings. And that can be uncomfortable if you've never done that before. But this is part of the healing process. We have to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge that there's parts of ourselves that are imperfectly perfect the way that they are. We have to acknowledge that we've had feelings and emotions that we haven't been able to process and to really think about. That's what healing is all about, is really learning to process those feelings. Once we get them out of the darkness into the light and they can come up to the light, this is where you can start processing and healing. This is where the change happens, but it has to come out. It has to come up and you have to allow it to come out into your life. So how do we, how do we do that? Well, for me, it started in a lot of different ways. One of the big ways that I kind of woke up to emotional healing was Dr. Brown's work. And I'm going to have a brain fart here because I want to talk about him, but he really does the emotion code and he uses muscle testing to find emotions that are stored in the body and he releases them. This is one of the first ways that I really, it's one of the easiest ways that I know how, if you're just beginning, um, I love teaching beginners, those who want to start doing their own healing work really about how to find their own emotions and how to release them. Now, to me, his stuff was very basic for me. It was a good starting point, but I quickly fast forwarded through that, but you don't have to, as you get more into it, you can really start discovering where the emotions come from instead of just going, oh yeah, I'm sad. I'm, I'm angry. I'm envious. I'm jealous, whatever it is. And we release it. You can really start. So what am I so angry about? This is where I think our, our healing really begins is when we can go, okay, so what am I really so mad about? I can't tell you how many times a day I ask people that. So what are you really mad about? What is it that you are so pissed off about? that has got you in such a frenzy that, you know, you've got anxiety, your depression, you're oversleeping, you're overeating, you're overdoing all these things. What is it? What is it? And the answer, when we get real with ourselves and quit judging ourselves, will surprise you because it's never what you think it is. It's usually multi-layered because what happens is we have a feeling or a belief and we shove that down. And then we, in another situation, we have another one of those and it feels the same. So we put it in there too. And then something else happens from some other and we shove it in there as well. So they're usually multi-layered in there, but when you can, you can start asking yourself, what are you so pissed off about? What is it that has got you in an uproar? 
And when you can start answering those questions, this is when healing will happen. It has to happen. As you start allowing that to come out and flow out of your system, this is where changes happen. This is where you let go and you realize, oh my gosh, you know, the next step in that is okay. You're right. We acknowledge I'm really angry. When I was growing up, my dad left when I was seven or whatever it was. I'm just making this up. And because of that, I felt like I wasn't worthy. Because of that, I felt abandonment. Because of that, I felt fill in the blank. And as an adult, when I do what we call inner child healing with people, we take that scenario and we don't have to go back and we don't go back and relive that as a seven-year-old. No way. Never going to make sense. We take it from a bird's eye view of today and we almost look down upon it and ask ourselves what was really going on here. My dad was an alcoholic. My dad had never been taught how to, and I'm, again, I'm just making all this up. My dad had never been, he didn't know how to connect with people. He didn't know how to love people. He didn't, this was nothing about me. This was all about him. This wasn't mine to carry. This wasn't mine to fix. And so when we can realize that that's what's going on here and really start releasing that and doing the forgiveness work inside of there, when we forgive other people in our lives, it is not about them. It is about us living in our full purpose. It's about us releasing all this extra baggage, all of this garbage so that we can live our best life. That's what it's about. Shame-free. Stop hiding your head. Let go of these feelings of abandonment and shame and sadness and sorrow and the anger. When we can let all that go, this is where healing happens. But we have to get to the nitty gritty of it. We have to get to the understanding part of realizing you're right. I did shove some stuff because of that situation. And because of that, I have made decisions from a fear-based place for a whole lot of years. And I'm ready to quit doing that now. I'm ready to quit trying to keep people in my life because I don't want to feel that way again. I'm ready to let that go. But we have to bring it up to the surface in order to let it go. This isn't always an easy process. This takes a lot of processing. This takes time. It doesn't just happen. You know, if you've stored it for 30 years, it's going to take a hot minute, 40 years, whatever it is. Maybe you're younger than that. Maybe it's only been 20. (laughs) It's going to take a minute and it, it sometimes is hard to process through. That's why I love doing what I'm doing because I really help people. Um, sometimes what happens when we do our own work is we don't get to the bottom of it. And so sometimes it can keep coming up again and again. Now, even as a healer, I still have times where we go back to that same situation again. And this has happened a few times. But when that does happen, it's usually at a different layer or a different angle. As a healer, there's usually something else in there that's um, with that situation, we created another belief system or we created something else. But when we do it ourselves, what I what can tend to happen sometimes, one of the pitfalls is we don't get to the bottom of it. We don't do the forgiveness part of it. And so we keep going back to that over and over and over and over again. And we aren't able to let it go. This is where really working with the healer is the bomb skilled healer can help you get to the very bottom of it, get to the forgiveness part, get to the complete releasing that and bringing back in love and light into that area, wherever you have stored that and then moving on. And so, you know, this is one of the benefits of working with someone to help you do this work 
inner child healing work is not easy. Um, it gets very emotional. This is where we get lots of tears. This is where we get, you know, all that baggage, all that energy, all those emotions are energy and it's being stored in your body. And we wonder why our body starts feeling nasty, why we start having these physical effects. I believe it starts as energy first. And when we start packing that in there and it gets heavier, less space, I mean, really gets shoved in there. It has nowhere to go. Your body has to react to that extra energy and it reacts with sickness. It reacts with things going on or it acts with depression and sadness and anxiety and, and all these things, depending on where we've stored it in the body. And so when we can learn to unpack that, we feel better. We feel lighter. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things I hear every time I do a healing session is I feel lighter. I just feel lighter. It's easier to be me. That's that's my favorite one. It's just easier to be me. It's easier to set in this space with myself. And I don't feel all of the anxiety and the sadness and the got to do and got to move and got to got to get up and blah, 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 all the things. So just letting that energy go is what starts that healing process. So as you can work through that, you can get through all those emotions, allow them to come out into the light and leave the physical body. This is where we really start feeling better. This is where we see changes. This is where we start having more space for joy. This is where we can allow ourselves to start playing again and really start stepping into life and not being so serious all the time. This is all part of the healing process and it takes time to get there. It took you time to get where you are today. It takes you time to get out of that. But this is how we really start doing that and unpacking all of that. As I mentioned earlier, the forgiveness part, this is one of the, what I feel is one of the essential parts of healing. And I think it's a lot of the times, the part that we forget, um, we don't want, it's hard to, we think forgiveness is either about the other person or it's really hard to forgive ourselves. And I think both of them have to come in for healing. It's not just one or the other. We have to forgive ourselves for thinking this about ourselves, for being in this place with ourselves. Let that energy go. We have to stop judging ourselves for being in there, for going. Because a lot of times we tell ourselves, I can't believe you thought that, I can't believe you were mad at dad for 30 years. Like, I can't believe you were so angry. You know, whatever it is, we really get down on ourselves, and that self-judgment comes in. But then it's also hard sometimes if what has happened in our past was very, it's hard to forget the other person sometimes. And it's really, this is where it's really good to work with someone who can talk you through that and walk you through those steps, because that really is the final step to that portion of your healing. When we can get through that forgiveness part, when we can let it completely go, when you're ready, you know, it's not forced. We don't force this. But if you can talk with someone, they can help you understand, look, this was never about you. This was about them. We can almost bring in that compassion for the other person. You're not doing the forgiveness for them. I, I just want to say that again. Forgiveness is not about them. Forgiveness is a very selfish thing. And it's all about you feeling your very best and doing your work so that you don't have to carry this baggage around anymore. Because when you've been carrying someone else's baggage for them, carrying their decisions and thinking that it was your fault and you somehow had to fix it when that was the decision that you made. A lot of times we were kids when this happened, you weren't in a position to fix that, but you were in a position now to let it go. And that's what that forgiveness process is all about. It's not about what they did as right or wrong. It's not about that. It's giving yourself permission to let it go. 
and to live your best life. Because we cannot live our best life when we're all wrapped up in all of that anger and that unforgiveness and that those emotions, that extra baggage. So as we can let that go, release all of that, allow it to go out of our system, allow love and light to come back in and fill that up for us. This is where you're going to find your freedom. It sounds crazy, but it is true. I'm here. I'm here to tell you. The person that you see sitting here today is not the same girl from even 10 years ago. I was that girl all wrapped up. I was that girl full of anxiety and depression and sadness. And it's taken me a lot of years to unwind a lot of that. You know, just this last year, I went through a phase where, and by the way, our healing comes up when we're ready to do it. That's just how it works. As a healer, we don't go in and go go digging for it. We don't get out the chisels and the, it just comes up and you just know it. You know, when you're ready there, you get to see your signs and you start seeing it and feeling it. And, oh my gosh, there's another big layer ready to come. And just this last year, I went through a major, a major upheaval in my life. And I couldn't figure out why I was having such a hard time. Last year, my husband retired. We've had lots of changes over the last year or so. And I was just having a really hard time with it. Not, I wanted him to retire, but I was having so much emotional turmoil over it. I couldn't quite figure it out. And I really went to this place of scarcity. I went to this place of fear. And it was really, even for me as the healer, it was a little bit, it kind of took me off guard. And so it took me a little while to figure it out. And I finally had a really cool healing session where I realized that it had a lot to do with stuff that happened when I was five. How's that for, and that when I was five, I had, I was born um, with some major hip issues. I was born with hip dysplasia. They didn't find it until I was five. And so when I was five, I had to be hospitalized and I had surgeries and back then, cause I'm old back then they put you in bed and you stayed in bed for like a year and you did healing. And I don't remember how long it is to me. It seemed like eternity. And then I had other surgeries when I was 10 and, and the same thing. It was just this, this, you know, I was in a cast when I was five for a long period of time. I had to crawl around, do an army call at five years old. I remember they had to cut my hair off. I had really long hair and they had to cut it off. Cause I kept getting it all underneath my arms. And, you know, it was, it was miserable, but to be put in the hospital at that young age and stay there. And it was several couple hours from my house. So my parents couldn't stay there with me all the time. I realized I had a lot of feelings about that. There was a lot of abandonment issues that came up because of that. There was a lot of anger that came up from that, from who leaves their five-year-old in the hospital, <laughs> you know, I'm being left alone and having to take care of myself at such a young age. And so I had all of that that kind of came up for me and it was fine to be, it was, it felt so good to finally be able to release that and let it go. I didn't realize how heavy it was because I thought oh, it was just a part of my life, blah, blah, blah. But when I started working through it, I realized what a big part of my life it was and how it had affected my decisions and the things that I'd been saying and doing every day of my life. And so I realized that and was able to work through that. And that's how this works. You know, we have situations that happen in our lives, which usually bring up something from our past. It usually has nothing to do with what's going on now and everything to do with what's going on then. 
And it's because it's ready for you to look at it. It's ready for you to see it. It's ready for you to start to understand, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. I get it. And then allow the healing work to happen. Allow that forgiveness work to come in. You know, even in that situation, you can see how I'm sure my parents didn't feel like they had a choice. You know, what else were they supposed to do? They were raising other kids at home. You know, they had other kids in school, you know, and the, the hospital is nowhere near them that could do those kind of surgeries. And so it just, for them, I'm sure it was just, it is what it is and we'll just do our best. And that's really what happened. Because of that, I got to get to know my aunt and uncle very well. They lived close by. And so I got to create a relationship with them that I wouldn't have been able to do had that not happened. And so really it's learning to see things from a different point of view, letting those heavy, that parts of us that we tell ourselves that we must not be good enough, that we must not mean enough to them in order for them to to act differently or to show up differently. And that's the part that isn't true. That's the part we need to let go because that's not my truth. It wasn't about me. It was circumstances. It was a tough situation for everybody. And so when we learn to let those things go, see it from an adult point of view, not from the childlike point of view, really talk to ourselves and allow those things to start healing and release them and forgive those people involved. This is where we find greatest source of joy. This is literally where you find yourself because those things are not your true self. These are the things that have gotten packed on because of situations. You know, maybe you've had a very traumatic childhood. Maybe you don't even really know what's happened in your childhood. I know there's been one story that I like to share because it shows that it doesn't always have to be this big, grandiose thing. And there was one client that I worked with. And I remember one day, I've never forgotten this. Her healing took us back to one day in kindergarten and it was a really cool day. They had got to, they'd been working really hard all week and they got to do art projects all day. And so the teacher was getting out the butcher paper. She was unrolling it on the floor and they were going to paint and do all the things. And the teacher was telling everybody they needed to sit down. I think actually they had already painted part of it or something. I can't remember that part of it, but my client was so excited and just a cute little bouncing five-year-old and she ran right through the middle of the butcher paper and ripped (laughs) and ripped all of their art projects and made a big mess. And of course she got yelled at and she got put in timeout and then she went home and her mom yelled at her and told her, you know, how ridiculous are you? And I can't believe you did that. You need to go to your room, go to timeout. Like, and so it left her with this big emotional void of not getting the nurturing that she needed that she needed at the time. And so we worked through that and, and we both kind of chuckled afterwards. She's like, wow, I had no idea as the tears were flowing and as life was moving and energy is moving, that that left such a, a huge impact, a huge hole in my heart. I had no idea. And it literally had been impacting her clear up until we did that work. And she was able to let that go. She's like, no wonder I'm such a people pleaser. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to do anything wrong. If somebody tells me to do something, I'm like right there, like eight all about how it happens. And, and it was because of that situation that was so, she did not want to feel any sort of that kind of pain again. So she would do anything and everything she could to avoid that to the point of giving herself up and really not doing what she wanted to do because she didn't want anybody to be upset with her. And so, you know, when we can see the big picture, and understand what that looks like for us. 
This is where we can have healing come in. This is where we can really start living our fullest life. We don't have to be completely healed. You're never going to be completely healed. But as you start letting go of this baggage, you know, if you even think about, you know, how much better you feel when you just lose five pounds, it's amazing. You're like, wow, should have done that a long time ago. That's how energy is the same way. And as we start letting that go, your physical body starts looking better. I work with a lot of people and they're like, people are telling me, you know, the people have been working with me for a longer period of time. This isn't one healing session and you're done. This is healing sessions as you need them. This is really taking care of yourself over a period of time. It's just like, I can't tell you the amount of people that come up to me and go, wow, you look different. What have you done? They think she's changed her hair or that, you know, and it's none of that. It's just been doing her healing work because she's doing her healing work. She's taking care of herself better. She's looking better. She's showing up better. She's not as tired. This is the side effects. If you were to have side effects from healing, it's really looking your best, feeling your best, showing up your best and having it become just easy. It just happens that way. It just does. And that's how this works. And so this is a really cool thing about all of this. So I hope this has been helpful for you. It's time for you. If you're listening to me today, I'm sending out a call. It's time for you to start doing your homework because there's a part of you that says, you know what? There's something inside of me that needs to go. Allow it to happen. Allow this work to start flowing for you. You know, can you start doing your own healing work? Absolutely. You can start. I call this personal development. To me, I am working on myself every day, all day. What do I need to let go of? What am I feeling? What am I acknowledging? And then I also go get the big sessions done because to me, it's about all of it. It's about all of it coming together. You know, we need to do our own. I, I, I look at it as kind of you shower every day. You know, we have, or a better way to look at it is, you know, you clean your house, you do all the things, but every once in a while, we got to do some big maintenance on it. And so that's how our energy healing goes as well. You know, you do all these little things along the way, you clear out your energy every day, you do all these little things, and we'll talk more about that. But then you get to the point where sometimes you just need some deeper healing done, some deeper, deep, deep cleaning done. And so that's how I see it. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And we'll see you again next time. I sincerely hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love connecting with my people. So if you would like to get in touch with me, you can email me at GinaStroll at GinaStroll.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube as GinaStroll Intuitive Healing. And of course, if you have any interest in anything that we talked about today, all of my stuff is available on my website at GinaStroll.com. And again, thank you for joining me and I can't wait for us to connect up again. Have a great day.